everyone. Welcome to God's Word with Friends, a podcast from Gospel Center Missionary Church. We're glad you've joined us again today. And once again at the table with me is to my right is Pastor Ben, to my left is Tara, then Missy and Pastor Jim. And of course, we're glad to have you. If you're on the go, thanks for listening. If you happen to have a minute, you may want to open your Bible or your Bible app to today's passage, which is Psalm 23. Yep, today we're going to look at the 23rd Psalm. But before we read the passage, um, let's take a moment and pray. Pastor Ben, would you pray for us? Yep. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. And we are just so pleased that we can open your word and hear your truth. So Lord, I pray that where your truth is, Lord, that you will help bring freedom um, from fear, that you'll bring freedom um, from despair, and that we realize, Lord, that we can rest in you because you are good, you love us, and you provide. So be with us today. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. So Psalm 23, beginning in verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So in the 23rd Psalm, uh, we see many ideas, but one of the main ideas that we see here is that God is with us, and he's with you today. Like a shepherd is with his sheep, God is with us. And so I thought we'd start off by answering this question. Who do you want with you? Now, let me give you the context. Imagine you are painting a bedroom. All right? You're painting a bedroom. You're going to have somebody help you with it. Who do you want with you to help? I want my aunt. She is the best painter I know. So she'd be the one I'd want with me. My father-in-law. He's handy and quick. Okay. My friend Kay, not my husband, because we argue when we do those kind of things. No. Yes. <laughs> and I would just like the Lord with me because I would do it best by myself without <laughs> Missy in there. I could paint with my wife. We would paint okay. We'd be on different walls or one of us would trim, one of us would roll. Let me ask you this. What if you were assembling a swing set and you had to do that with someone? Who's going to be your partner? Probably my son, my youngest son, because he's very handy. He can do things like that, and he can also read instructions, although we seldom do. Anybody else? Uh, just the sunshine. You don't want any help? Nope. I'd rather do that myself. Okay. Turn. I don't think anyone wants me doing a swing set, but <laughs> probably my dad. Yeah. Missy, you going to assemble a swing set? Nope, I'm going to let Jim do it. There you go. <laughs> I think I'd have my brother-in-law help. He's, he's quite handy at all that type of stuff. Who would you want with you if you're going into surgery and you could only have one person with you? I mean, obviously the doctors and nurses are there, yes, but, but if somebody could be with you just as a, a support. I'd want my husband, Jim. Yeah. And, of course, I'd want Missy because she, nobody holds a hand as well as she does. I'd want my husband, Derek, with me. Yeah, about my wife. Yeah, and I would take my wife. Um, 
we often want people with us. Different people for different circumstances, we find. But I think one thing we see in the scripture is that God is with us. And we want to encourage people today to make sure that they understand, even as this week we've heard the news day after day about the coronavirus and its spread, that God is with them. And we want people to know God is with you. And so in this passage, as you look at Psalm 23, how is God with his people um, like a shepherd is with his sheep? How is God with his people in this passage? Do you see any examples of how God is with his people? Well, in verse 4, we see, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. And then it immediately follows that up with your rod and your staff. They comfort me. The rod is a rod of correction, and the staff is a staff of protection. So the correction and the protection are both there. And um, that's how God is with us, I believe. And, and because of that, we can be comforted. Jim, you sound like somebody who's preached or taught in this passage before. <laughs> Once or twice. Once or twice. <laughs> Anything else you see in this passage? How is God with his people? Um, I, I've been reflecting on this, and I, I think he's fully with his people. Um, whether it's correction, protection, whether it's restoration and rest, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's in the presence of thine enemies, um, whether it's now or forevermore. Um, I like to think of that as rest, being in rest in God, that he's, he's just always there. And I don't have to worry and struggle so much because I know whatever the situation is, he's going to be right there. Okay. I think the part about you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Right now, all the restaurants have closed and we're thinking, where are we going to get our food? But God promises us, no matter what happens, he'll take care of us. That's good. Any other comments? Things that jump out at you in the passage? My favorite verse is um, of this passage is, um, Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forevermore. I love the idea that God is with us every day of our life, here on earth and after. Um, and he'll be with us forevermore, and that's just so comforting to me. Yeah, that doesn't come to an end, does it? It's not like the, the swing set's put together and they go home at the end of the day or yeah. the surgery's over and the, you know our loved one heads back to the house to catch, catch up on some sleep. God is always with us mm -hmm. and has promised that he's with us today and, as you said, forever and all of eternity. Um, so it makes me think, what is one way that God has been present in your life in the past? I wonder if David, when he wrote this, um, you know, we know that he was a shepherd boy who grew up to be king. I don't know how old he was when he wrote this, but if he was an adult, if he was already king at this point, then he may have been looking back and reflecting on his life um, in his younger years. And he may have seen how God had been present with him, even as a shepherd is present with his sheep. And so I wonder in our own lives, any of you have a story of a time when God was present with you? Good time, difficult time, doesn't necessarily matter, just a time where you sense God's presence. He was with you. And not everybody has to share it. Just Well, I have one. Um, when I was 14, my dad almost died and he um, had been in the hospital for weeks and he was about to undergo a surgery that was uh, 
I think 50% uh, survival rate, which meant, you know, there was also a 50% chance that he wouldn't. And, um, you know, I was young, but that was the first time where I can um, remember very, very physically and emotionally and in every sense, just feel God's presence with me. Um, and it was just this overwhelming feeling of peace. And no matter what happened, I knew God was going to be there. And that's just stuck with me ever since then. In uh, verse uh, two, it says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. You know, I a few years ago, while I was, when I first started here uh, at, at Gospel Center, um, I was running ragged, running myself ragged. And God allowed me to get a condition called Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, which kind of forced me to rest. I mean, I was down for, what, two weeks? That I could I could barely get up and walk and couldn't get out of bed because of my equilibrium was gone, and during that time I really grew closer to the Lord. Although you would look at that as being kind of a negative experience, during that time I was able to grow closer to the Lord because He forced me to lay down in in green pastures. And sometimes a shepherd I am told is has to force a lamb to lay down just so they can rest. Otherwise they won't get the rest in the and the recuperation time that they need. And I think God did that for me. Uh, although it wasn't the most pleasing of experiences, it was a time when I really feel like God forced me to rest. And during that same time, Dr. Dan Klutzing was like our angel doctor, we called him, because he diagnosed it uh, first. Everybody else thought it was just um, Bell's palsy. And so I feel like God put him in our life too to help us through that time. God sometimes shows up through people. Right. He sends the right person at the right time. And I just think we want to remind people today that God is present. God is with them, uh, whatever they're facing today. Um, whether they're nervous about their job, God is with them. Whether they're pulling their hair out because all the kids are home from school <laughs> and they realize that it's only day two of what might be yeah. several weeks. Um, whether maybe life is just going on for like normal for them because their job just continues on without without a change but god is with you and one way that you can encourage your own soul with that truth is to look back over your life and remember a time when god was with you to look back and say you know what i remember when god did this and he was present then and i can still trust that he's present today so uh, friends, as you go today, remember God's with you. And, uh, we're here, we're praying for you, and we love you too. So God bless. Have a good day. <laughs>